Welcome back to another Doberman Training Podcast. This is your host, the Doberman King. This is Season 4, Episode 1. Is your Doberman being reactive? Don't forget to visit Doberman101.com for audio training guides, Doberman accessories, products, and much more. Also, if you're not a member yet, we have a private Doberman Training Group on Facebook under Doberman Training Techniques with over 72,000 members. And today is our 44th episode. So don't forget you have 43 more episodes you can listen to to understand a lot more about your Doberman's behavior, basic obedience, and much more. Now let's talk about reactivity a little bit. This is a bit of a sensitive subject. Some people have some opinions about it. Some people have other opinions about it. I'm going to tell you from my personal experience the past six years and helping hundreds and hundreds of Doberman owners with their Dobermans online and see what has given us results and what hasn't given us results and what we have understood about their behavior. Breeds are different, but it's very important you understand your Doberman, specifically their body language. You got to study their growl. You got to study their bark. You got to understand those tones. It's very important they're communicating with you. They're letting you know what is going on. So you have to find that fine line between you and them so you can understand what they're trying to tell you, trying to communicate. They're very intelligent and don't underestimate them. Trust me, they're very, very intelligent and they're also very sensitive. So you have to be very good with them. They're going to be very good with you. You know, positive praise goes a long way. You know, positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. They understand. And when they're doing wrong, they also understand those things. So it's up to you to find that balance. And you will. Just be consistent and make sure you set those schedules. So, for example, I'm going to give you an example with Nutella right now. She's dealing with this because we're out in the city. And um, she's doing her, she's being reactive. She's lounging, she's barking, and she's growling to new situations, exposure to new ambience. She hasn't seen so many dogs. She hasn't seen so many bicycles. She hasn't seen so many cars living out in the, in the, the ranch for so long, since 2016. So she's not understanding a lot of things. So we're working on this. So it's, an, it's a subject that we, come, we get a lot of messages on and we get a lot of posts about. So you have to, first of all, you have to identify what is triggering, triggering your Doberman. What triggered that reaction? Now, don't confuse reactivity, then being reactive, with aggression. Now, a stranger that's walking their dog, your doorman is good to go. They see a dog, they start barking, da-da-da. That necessarily doesn't mean that they're being aggressive. That means they're reacting to a situation. But the owner of that dog is going to say, oh my God, look at that doorman, he's so aggressive. That's normal, you're going to get those comments. What people don't understand, it's okay, don't don't waste your time. Don't owe yourself to those people that don't understand your doorman. So... You have to focus on what triggered them. What is your Doberman trying to tell you? Their reaction is trying to tell you. So every action has a reaction. So understand what caused your Doberman's reaction. Whether it's barking, whining, what caused that reaction? What is causing them to be nervous, to be upset? You have to see what is causing that. Once you identify what is causing it, you can address the issue. So what is he trying to tell you? What situation triggered him? Was it the dog across the street? Was it the, 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 the person with the bicycle that drove by? Was it the sound that the skateboard makes when it goes on the concrete, etc.? What triggered it? So what I suggest you do is, as soon as that happens, you stop your Doberman, you switch directions, face them away from whatever is triggering them, put them in the sit position, let them know, look, it's okay, relax, good to go. If you have to, for example, let's say you're at a park, you've got other dogs walking by and they start reacting. Why? You don't want that. So 
sit down, lay down, put them in a lay down position, you sit down next to them, sit there for 10, 15 minutes and let dogs go back and forth and you control them. Let them know that everything is going to be okay. They're going to get used to it. They need the exposure to those situations. Now keep this in mind. If you have a young Doberman, they're showing off also in front of you. They're trying to show you that I'm the protector. I'll take care of you. What is this? What is this a dog? What is this humongous trash can? What is this bus? What is this here doing? Whatever is triggering them. So they're learning the protective instinct. So it's up to you to control it and develop it later on. It's That's what they were bred for. They were bred for protection. So it's up to you to teach them and show them what type of reaction you want in what situation. Now, don't forget, trust their instincts. Trust their instincts. Your Doberman's well-behaved thing is good. And all of a sudden, they start growling. They start feeling that, that they're feeling that threat. They're feeling that person or they're feeling that bad vibe. When you do something good and you have a good intentions, you push out good energy. When you're trying to do something bad and you have bad intentions, you're pushing out bad energy. Dobermans will sense that. Dobermans will sense that. Go back to some of the episodes we've talked about and I'll be giving you some more stories real soon. So, reactivity means they're protecting a resource, they're protecting their personal space, or they're protecting their territory, or it could even be a medical condition. They could be in pain. Keep this in mind. Or, like I said before, they're just trying to show off in front of you. They're young. They're feeling the strength. They're understanding how bark, how deep and how loud the bark is. You know, they're enjoying the moment. So it's up to you to control. So work on collar control. Visit prior episodes so you can understand what collar control is all about. It's very important you get that from the young age. So once your hand goes on that collar, that you can be able to control any behavior. Now, when this happens, they're going to be a bit out of control. They're not going to listen to you. It's hard for them to listen. You're going to be pulling back, etc. You're going to get nervous. If this happens to you for the first time, you're like, oh, what's going on? I didn't know this was going to happen. No. What identified what is triggering them? Okay? So they're trying to cope with a the situation. They're uncertain about a situation, so they're trying to cope with the situation. So that's the reaction. Okay? So what are they trying to tell you? I need my space. I need distance. I'm nervous or scared. I'm anxious. And they don't know what else to do. So, for example, my uh, first over in Midweather, when we lived in Columbia, uh, there was a skate park near the hotel. So skaters would come down. And his reaction was to lounge and bark, but it wasn't a play reaction. He wanted to chase the skateboard. Of course, it would scare the kids on the skateboards, but you know that's the way I learned that his reaction was based on that sound, but he wanted to enjoy and chase them. He wasn't being... Uh, aggressive. That's why you need to understand their tones of their barks and their growls. They have an aggressive growl and they have a playful growl. They have an aggressive bark and they have a playful bark. So important you listen to those tones. Very, very important. Okay? So it does not mean they're being aggressive. It does not mean they're in control. It does not mean they don't want to obey. It does not mean that they need to be punished. And it means that the issue, whatever has triggered them, you need to learn how to address that issue. Okay? I hope this podcast uh, has helped so far. And uh, also keep this in mind. Trust your Doberman's instinct. They understand those vibes that people push out that energy. They understand that energy. Constant exposure is key. Take them outside. Take them to the park. Those local uh, training classes that you can find at local pet stores, for example, those are great. Those are great. That gives them exposure. That helps you with the basics. That helps you understand. That helps your Doberman learn about other dogs, see other dogs, get that human exposure. That's what you need. You need the exposure. Exposure is key. 
Exposure is key. If you don't have time to go out too much, go on YouTube, find videos that have sounds that you want to expose them to, low volume, up up little by little, little by little. See our, see our noise conditioning podcast that we have in season two, and that'll give you step by step, and we also have it in Spanish. Uh, thank you so much for listening so far. This went pretty long, but I hope this explains to everybody uh, the point that we're trying to get across. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Don't forget to be consistent, set schedules, feeding time is training time, and don't give up. You got this. You have it in you to be your Doberman's very best trainer, provider, and guardian. And he's got your back 100%. Dobermans are the definition of loyalty.